Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's reading, February the 9th. We ask you at all times to cover us with your grace, Lord. We ask you for your benefits. And we ask you, Lord God, the why of it, where and whom, Lord, that we can serve you better. Thank you for giving us instruction out of your word, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right now, February the 9th. Exodus 29.1 to 30.10. This is the ceremony you, Moses, must follow when you consecrate Aaron and his son to serve me as priests. Take a young bull and two rams with no defects. Then using choice wheat, flour, and, and no yeast, make loaves of bread. Thin cake mixed with olive oil and wafer spread with oil. Place them all in a single basket and present them at the entrance of the tabernacle along with the young bull and the two rams. Present Aaron and his sons at the entrance of the tabernacle and wash them with water. Dress Aaron in his priestly garments, the tunic, the robe worn with the ephod, the ephod itself, and the chest piece. Then wrap the decorative sash of the ephod around him. Place the turban on his head and fasten the sacred medallion to the turban. Then anoint him by pouring the anointing oil over his head. Next present his sons and dress them in their tunics. Wrap the sashes around their waist of Aaron and his sons and put their special head coverings on them. Then the right to the priesthood will be theirs by law forever. In this way you will ordain Aaron and his sons. Bring a young bull to the entrance of the tabernacle where Aaron and his sons will lay their hands on its head. Then slaughter the bull in the Lord's presence at the entrance of the tabernacle. Put some of its blood on the horns of the altar with your finger and pour out the rest of the, at the base of the altar. Take all the fat around the eternal organs and the long lobe of the liver and the two kidneys and the fat around them and burn it all on the altar. Then take the rest of the bull, including this hide, meat, and dung, and burn it outside the camp as a sin offering. Next, Aaron and his sons must lay their hands on the head of one of the rams, then slaughter the ram, and splatter its blood against all sides of the altar. Cut the ram into pieces and wash off the internal organs and the legs. Set them alongside the head and the other pieces of the body. Then burn the entire animal on the altar. This is a burnt offering to the Lord. It is pleasing aroma, a special gift presented to the Lord. Now take the other ram and have Aaron and his sons lay their hands on his head. Then slaughter it and apply some of his blood to the right earlobes of Aaron and his sons. Also put it on the thumbs of their right hands and the big toes of the right feet. Splatter the rest of the blood against all sides of the altar. Then take some of the blood from the altar and some of the anointing oil and sprinkle it on Aaron and his sons and on their garments. In this way, they and their garments will be set apart as holy. Since this is the ram for the ordination of Aaron and his sons, take the fat out of the ram, including the fat of the broad tail and the fat around the eternal organs 
the long lobe of the liver and the two kidneys and the fat around them along with the right thigh. Then take one round loaf of bread, one thin cake mixed with olive oil and one water from the basket of bread without yeast that was placed in the Lord's presence. Put all these in the hands of Aaron and his sons to be lifted up as a special offering to the Lord. Afterwards, take the various breads from their hands and burn them on the altar along with their burnt offerings. It is a pleasing aroma to the Lord, a special gift for him. Then take the breast of Aaron's ordination ram and lift it up in the Lord's presence as a special offering to him. Then keep it as your own portion. Set aside the portions of the ordination ram that belong to Aaron and his sons. This includes the breast and the thigh that were lifted up before the Lord as a special offering. In the future, whenever the people of Israel lift up a peace offering, a portion of it must be set aside for Aaron and his descendants. This is the permanent rite, and it is sacred offering from the Israelites to the Lord. Aaron's sacred garments must be preserved for his descendants who succeed him, and they will wear them when they are anointed and ordained. The descendants who succeed him as high priest will wear these clothes for seven days as he minister in the tabernacle and the holy place. Take the ram used in the, used in the ordination ceremony and boil its meat in a sacred place. Then Aaron and his sons will eat this meat along with the bread in the basket of the tabernacle, at the tabernacle entrance. They alone may eat the meat and bread used for their purification in the ordination ceremony. No one else may eat them, for these things are set apart as holy. If any of the ordination meat or bread remains until the morning, it must be burned. It must not be eaten, for it is holy. This is how you will ordain Aaron and his sons to their offices, just as I have commanded you. The ordination ceremony will go for seven days. Each day you must sacrifice a young bull as a sin offering to purify them, making them right with the Lord. Afterwards, cleanse the altar by purifying it, make it holy by anointing it with oil. Purify the altar and consecrate it every day for seven days. After that, the altar will be absolutely holy, and whatever touches it will become holy. These are the sacrifices you are to offer regularly on the altar each day after two lambs. Offer two lambs that are a year old, one in the morning, one in the evening, while with one of them offer two quarts of choice flour mixed with one quart of pure oil of pressed olives. Also offer one quart of wine as a liquid offering. Offer the other lamb in the evening along with the same offering of flour and wine as in the morning. It will be a pleasing aroma, a special gift presented to the Lord. These burnt offerings are to be made each day from generation to generation. Offer them in the Lord's presence at the tabernacle entrance. There I will meet with you and speak with you. I will meet the people of Israel there in the place made holy by my glorious presence. Yes, I will consecrate the tabernacle and the altar, and I will consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priests. Then I will live among the people of Israel and be their God, and they will know that I am the Lord their God. I am the one who brought them out of the land of Egypt so that I could live among them. I am the Lord their God.
Then make another altar of acacia wood for burning incense. Make it 18 inches square and 36 inches high with horns at the corner carved from the same piece of wood as the altar itself. Overlay the top sides and horns of the altar with pure gold and run a gold molding around the entire altar. Make two gold rings and attach them on opposite side of the altar below the gold molding to hold the carrying poles. Make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Place the instant altar just outside the inner curtain that shields the Ark of the Covenant. In front of the Ark, cover the place of atonement that covers the tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant. I will meet with you there. Every morning when Aaron maintains the lamps, he must burn fragrant incense on the altar. And each evening when he lights the lamps, he must again burn incense in the Lord's presence. This must be done from generation to generation. Do not offer any unholy incense on this altar or any burnt offerings for grain offerings or liquid offerings. Once a year, Aaron must purify the altar by smearing its horns with blood from the offering made to purify the people from their sins. This will be a regular annual event from generation to generation. For this is the Lord's most holy altar. Amen. Matthew chapter 26, 14 to 46. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve disciples, went to the leading priest and asked, How much will you pay me to betray Jesus to you? And they gave him thirty pieces of silver. From that time on, Judas began looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want us to prepare the Passover meal for you? As you go into the city, he told them, you will see a certain man. Tell him, the teacher says, my time has come and I will eat the Passover meal with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus told them and prepared the Passover meal there. When it was evening, Jesus sat down at the table with the twelve disciples while they were eating. He said, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me. Greatly distressed, each one asked in turn, Am I the one, Lord? He replied, One of you who has just eaten from this bowl will, with me will betray me, for the Son of Man must die as the Scriptures declared long ago. But how terrible it would be for the one who betrays him. It would be far better for that man if he had never been born. Wow. Judas, the one who would betray him, also asked, Rabbi, am I the one? And Jesus told him, You have said it. As they were eating, Jesus took some bread and blessed it. Then he broke it in all pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take this and eat it, for this is my body. And he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. He gave it to them and said, Each of you drink from it, for this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. Mark my words, I will not drink wine again until the day I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Then they sang a hymn and went out to the Mount of Olives. 
on the way Jesus said Jesus told them tonight uh, all of you will desert me for the scriptures say God will strike the shepherd and the sheep the flock will be scattered but after I have been raised from the dead I will go ahead of you to Galilee and meet you there Peter declared even if everyone else deserts you I will never desert you Jesus replied I tell you the truth Peter this very night before the rooster crows you will deny me three times that you even know me no Peter instead insisted no Peter insisted <laughs> My teeth kicking insisted, insisted, even if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And of all the disciples vowed the same, and all the disciples vowed the same, other. and all the other disciples vowed the same. Then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane, and he said, Sit here while I go over there to pray. He took Peter and Zebedee's two sons sons James and John and he became anguished and distressed he told them my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death stay here and keep watch with me stay here and keep watch with me he went on a little farther and bowed with his face to the ground praying my father if it's possible let this cup of suffering be taken away from me Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned to the disciples and found them asleep. He said to Peter, Couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Then Jesus left them a second time and prayed, My father, if this cup cannot be taken away, Unless I drink it, your, your will be done. When he returned to them again, he found them sleeping, for they couldn't keep their eyes open. So he went to pray a third time, saying the same things again. Then he came to the disciples and said, Go ahead and sleep. Have your rest. But look, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's, get, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. Pray for the godly of the to be vindicated before the world, that God's character may be revealed through their lives. Praying the Psalm Psalm thirty one, nineteen to twenty four. Pray that God's character may be revealed in our lives. And we pray for the whole body of the, of God. How great is thy goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. You hide them in the shelter of your presence, safe from those who conspire against them. You shelter them in your presence, far from accusing tongues, Praise the Lord, for he has shown me the wonders of his unfailing love. He kept me safe when my city was under attack. In panic, I cried out, I am cut off from the Lord. But you heard my cry for mercy and answered my call for help. Love the, 
the Lord, all you godly ones. For the Lord protects those who are loyal to him. But he harshly punishes the arrogant. To be So be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 8, 14-26 Common sense and success belong to me. Insight and strength are mine. Because of me, kings reign, and rulers make just decrees. Rulers lead with my help, and nobles make righteous judgments. I love all who love me. Those who search me will surely find me. I have riches and honor, as well as enduring wealth and justice. My gifts are better than gold, even the purest gold. My wages better than the sterling silver. I walk in righteousness, in path of justice. Those who love me inherit wealth. I will fill their treasuries. The Lord formed me from the beginning before he created anything else. I was appointed in ages past at the very first before the earth began. I was born before the oceans were created, before the springs bubbled forth their waters, before the mountains were formed, before the hills I was born, before he had made the earth and fields and the first handful of soil. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for today's reading. Now we commence our discussion. Amen. Uh, today's study, Matthew 26, 26. As they were eating, Jesus took some bread and blessed it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this and eat it, for this is my body. Today's study. The Lord's Supper, the Eucharist, Eucharist. Communion, each name we use for this sacrament, draws out a different dimension of it. It is the Lord's Supper because it commemorates, 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 the Passover meal Jesus ate with his disciples. It is the Eucharist, Thanksgiving. Eucharist. Eucharist. Thanks. It means Thanksgiving. Yes, remember t- Pastor Prince taught us that last week. Well, I'm teaching you that now. I'm teaching that to myself. Because in it we thank God for Christ's work for us. And it's communion because through it we commune with God and with other believers. As we eat the bread and drink the wine, we should quietly reflect as we call Jesus' death. We should also remember his promise to come again and look forward for his return. Dwelling on God's wonderful gift in Christ should inspire gratefulness and joy should spring forth from meeting with Christ and gathering with his body of believers. As you take part in eating the bread and drinking the wine, reflect on its meaning. Thank God for his goodness to you and celebrate with others in the presence of Christ. Amen. You know, it's interesting that uh, I had the vision of a procession, kind of like a parade, mm. and they were and they had um, flags and stuff, and it was just a strong parade, and it was like the body of Christ parading in spirit all over the world like a vein covered the world 
you know, we're our one body of Jesus and the love is what, the love of the Father in our hearts is what confirms our membership through Jesus Christ of the, uh, of the body, of his body. So, and we pray and we bless the rest of the body when we commune. We remember and we ask, Lord, that uh, we be waiting on his return. We'd be smart like the, you know, we're, we got oil and extra oil for our, amen. Kind of interesting, it's a little different from John, this testimony here. Um, amen. Okay, moving on to uh, Exodus. Uh, we got uh, Exodus. Today's study in Exodus is 29, 45 to 46. And it says right here, Then I will live among the people of Israel and be their God, and they will know that I am the Lord their God. I am the one who brought them out of the land of Egypt so that I could live among them. I am the Lord their God. God expresses, expresses great desire to be with the Israelites by bringing them out of Egypt, he wanted to live among them and protect them. Throughout the Bible, God shows that he is not uninvolved or disinterested. He didn't create the world and then sit back and watch it spin. God wants to live among his people today. Instead of bringing you out of Egypt, though, he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. God was so determined to be with his people that he finally became one of them. Jesus came into the world so that the world could know him. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who live in the, in the land where death casts a shadow, a light has shined. Matthew 4.16 Jesus' life brought light to everyone. John 1.4 Unfortunately, the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people. Even they rejected him, but to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. Woohoo! I have a right, a benefit to be a child of God. I have a father. John 1, 10 to 12. God desires to be part of our life. Let his light shine in our life through his word. Amen and amen. Blessed be amen. your word, Lord God. We bless your word today, Lord God, in heaven. And we shine through the light of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you've given us a right to become your children. We believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That he was sent and he's our salvation. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. You know, about the priestly things, it's just amazing how much they said that they, they were supposed to kill a lamb or a goat in the morning and one in the afternoon and mm -hmm. a quart of, uh, of wine and a quart of olive oil and put it on the altar and it smelled good, pleasing to the Lord. And they were supposed to do that perpetually, perpetually, mm -hmm. every day. Because they had to purchase sins, right? Well, you know, just maybe, I don't know if that was under sins, but uh, probably, but it was like it was a, 
offering to the Lord to uh, but I'm saying I said how much wood did it take how much sheep I mean it was day after day yeah, and then they couldn't eat the meat they had to burn it all up I mean, some of it you know that portion that, that was safe for Aaron and his sons um, is amazing you know it's just amazing The uh, I just want to say that God likes barbecues <laughs> smells really good when it's when beef is burning, huh? Anyway, praise God for the barbecue. Uh, just going back to Matthew. Um, Jesus prayed three times. Looks like oh. he left, and the the disciples couldn't couldn't keep up with him. That's a real good point, you know. It's interesting how he says that my soul is crushed. Mm-hmm. How he knew the difference, you know. Right. I mean, you know, at other times when you feel agony in your soul, you know something is wrong. Like today, you know, you're, you're praying for people and they don't want to see it your way and your right. soul gets crushed. Yeah. It's just an amazing, you know. And you or have, if somebody's going through some, something, you know, you just... And you, you know, it, yeah, it weighs heavy on your heart. Uh-huh. And you know that Christ is the answer, so you keep mm-hmm. knocking on Christ. But I wish we can pray like Jesus and know that he got a yes on that prayer on his knees. You know, praying God gave him peace. He, in other words, he broke through through prayer. Amen. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, it's something we... Uh, yeah. We need to learn to do more and more. Yeah, you know, so he says, so stay here and keep watch with me. That's one time. Um, and then he came back and he says, couldn't you watch with me even one hour? So he says it again. Keep watch and pray. And he says specifically why. So that you will not give in to temptation. Um, for the spirit is willing and the body is weak. So, by keeping a watch um, and doing your word and praying and being alert, so that the enemy doesn't come in and devour you, you know that you don't. That what you, enemy? The enemy. Is it temptation? Is he talking temptation? Talking about sleep? Well, no. I'm I'm trying to point out I that he was talking about. You know. He the, says so so that you will not give. Into temptation. What te- what is a temptation? Is it the the guys are coming with the clubs after him? To is me, that it's, what it is? he's just telling him. He's giving him advice. You know, you you must well, watch and pray. Yeah, but what are we watching and praying for? Against you, what? Yeah, against any any evil that wants to tempt you. To do what? To do bad things. <laughs> to be in unbelief. To be in fear. To be in, you know. Okay, you got it. Unbelief. I'll, I'll yeah. take that. Yeah. No, to stay believing. To stay, yeah. So. If something great's gonna happen, you can feel yeah, it. Yeah. So we have to continue. To believe that Jesus is coming yeah. back. We're our part. Yeah, we could continue watch and pray, and not and keep on praying, and keep you know pray without ceasing. Hmm. Stay believing. Stay full stay of faith believing, and hope. Stay believing. Yeah. Because you me? know what? Because this little flesh here is very weak. Rejoicing. Yeah. You got to stay on the side of the word. 
in the prayer. You know, it encourages me to pray more, you know, at least, you know, an hour. It says pray an hour. Mm. I haven't prayed an hour in years. See, Maybe three times just... he came back and they were just not on the watch. I mean, to me, I... it's like, be you know, we have to be on our watch and our guard that, you know, we don't allow, you know, because taking the word of God in to overcome the temptation of fear or unbelief or the words we speak or, you know, the... You know, I'm so, I'm so inundated, so dunked in the love and the Word of God that, you know, there's, there's, um, you know, you know, because it's, it's a done deal now when Jesus Amen. went to the cross, you know, and he made, he made our, our souls come alive, our spirits, so it's easy to be spiritual. Amen. That's true. It's easy. Amen. You know, once, you know, uh, you know, I'll, that you're, you're not, overtaken by that you're getting enough of the word and then it's easy yeah that's what i'm saying you know um wow it's just well you're telling me that there's room for improvement it's the biggest room in the house for those who believe yeah we have to be you know don't let the enemy come in and devour your mind no. You know, you got to bring those thoughts or those fears into the into the captivity of the obedience of what Christ did at the cross according to 2 Corinthians 10. You know. Amen. I don't know who I was watching this. Sometimes I just say no. Oh, that's uh George Pearson and Gloria. I just say no. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Is what he said. To the thoughts. Yeah. Amen. Anything else, sweetheart? I know that that was uh, mainly, but um, I was wondering why the toe, the big toe, was being um, the right toe anointed yeah, with the blood, yes. the same blood. Yes, and the thumb too. Yeah, you should bring the blood up, huh? <laughs> well, you know, only because it's amazing because they they were uh, I don't know, but it's always the right you know choose the right thing. Uh -huh. um, I was wondering why he says that they were going to wear the same garments for seven days and they're splattered full of blood yeah. and full of olive Ooh, oil. Yeah. You know, and you're thinking, well, man, who washes them, man? You get blood on your. On your thing, they would be pretty splashed up by the yeah. other seven days. And you know? also the right earlobe. So the earlobe, your thumb, and your right big toe. You know, when I pray for people, I used to put olive oil on the right thumb and the right mm. you know, earlobe and, and anoint them. Sprinkle it on them. Sprinkle on Aaron and his sons and their garments. In this way, they and their garments will be set apart as holy. I like the way the altar was uh, was purified for seven days, and then they became holy. And anything you touch it, it will be holy. I think they 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 tapped it down with oil, and it's really interesting how. 
we we hope to be holy or you know or full of joy mostly ours is joy you know so other people will see the light of Jesus yeah you know it's just it's really fun to be around bubbly Christians you know they're in yeah. love with Christ you know they're just they just have so much love for Christ you know, we uh, you make fun of anything. Everything's joyful. What better kingdom than to be joyful? To be sorrow not, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. It's our immune system. Amen. Amen. Yeah.